Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. To the Lombardi line. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa on a Tuesday, this 10th day of August. Wes, we have a full schedule of NFL preseason going this week. The preseason starts in earnest this week on Thursday and then rolls out all the way through the weekend. And on Saturday, the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. And their head coach, Bruce Arians, is not a happy camper right now. He ripped the Bucks' offense saying, quote, after our day off, our offense just stinks. And then he was asked why things went so poorly. Arians responded, you can't be more warned more than every week. Dropped passes, missed assignments on basic plays, just a lack of concentration. Arians added it was, quote, probably the worst offensive practice we've had in three years, end quote. What do you take away from all this? Yeah, and uh, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady were actually at the Canton Hall of Fame induction for Peyton Manning, of course, as part of his section. So uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe that negative, maybe that rubbed off on him, I guess, because they had a day off. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, I, I, there's a sense of urgency, and that's the thing that we've talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can you run it back, even though you bring pretty much your full team back? Usually you have some kind of attrition via free agency, 
or you want to bring new guys in because it's always the old adage in the NFL. If you're, st- you're either getting better, getting the worse, or you're staying the same. And if you're staying the same, you're getting worse. So yeah. usually they have to bring in some new people if they want to upgrade a position, but pretty much everybody is back on this team. So look, you're still living high on the hog. You have the Super Bowl championship. You have the Lombardi trophy at your facility. Guys are going to get their Super Bowl rings on opening night. So you can you re- maintain that sense of urgency? And sometimes it gets a little lackluster. And clearly Bruce Arians is trying to send a message to his team that, hey, fellas, you know, nothing's taken for granted here. They're not going to give us this trophy. We got 31 other teams in this league that now think that they have a chance to get there because everybody thinks they have a chance to get there this time of year, even though that's not realistically true. But nevertheless, the optimism is always there at this standpoint. So they're not going to roll over and give it to Tampa Bay. So I think he's trying to send a message and and light a fire under their you-know-whats and get them going here because now you're the hunted. You're not the hunter anymore. You are the hunted. Everybody is gunning for you. Everybody's going to give you their best effort week in and week out. So coach is just trying to get their attention, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of coach speak. Obviously, he wasn't pleased with how the offense performed in that practice, but maybe it's a little bit over the top, like you said, to try and just light a fire under this team. Uh, I don't know if we can actually make this actionable information and we're going to immediately fade Tampa because Bruce Arians said they had a bad practice. I would think they'll get it worked out. Arians did go on to say, quote, Tom Brady will play in a drive or two during Saturday's preseason game against the Cincinnati Bengals. If you look at some of their odds, the under over on season win totals is 12 and it's minus 110 either way to win the NFC South. They're a heavy favorite to win that division at minus 190 to win the NFC conference. They are three to one and to win the Super Bowl, they're seven to one. I'm not going to go rush out and bet any of those numbers right now, but that's not necessarily based on what we heard from Arians. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, Tampa Bay, it's like one of those teams. I don't know if I want to fade them like I was looking at their season win total. It's like, I don't know if I want to go under, but I don't know if I want to necessarily back them either because I think that, you know, they're still a very good team. And they're still the team to beat in that stuff. You've got Carolina, who I think is on the upswing, but not ready to really contend for that division. Atlanta, they have a new coach and a new coordinator, so who knows how they're going to be. And then New Orleans has a little bit of issues, too. We've been hearing about Michael Thomas uh, in terms of the fact that he prolonged that surgery, him and Sean Payton not answering Sean Payton's calls or texts over the summer. So he did that surgery late, which put him out instead of having it a little bit earlier. And we know Michael Thomas and Sean Payton got sideways in terms of last year, there were some disciplinary issues. And the fact that Michael Thomas got signed to that big deal And not only with those issues, but also the fact that Drew Brees couldn't get the football down the field to him. So that kind of rendered him, I don't want to say useless, but obviously much less of a factor. So, you know, there's a little bit of disarray in New Orleans. We got to, they got to decide who their quarterback is going to be. If it's going to be Jameis Winston, if it's going to be Taysom Hill, I still think that they have a lot of good talent on that team and they should be at least a very solid team, certainly at least a wild card contender, but Tampa Bay, the clear favorite in the division. But that said, 
I don't know how hungry they're going to be to run this back-to-back. You would assume they want to, but wanting to and doing so are two different things. I think because they have all 22 starters back from the Super Bowl champion team from last year that their numbers have become a little inflated. Sure. People are really buying into that. Oh, they've got everybody back. Eh, Not so fast. When we talk to whatever book director that we talk to around town here in Las Vegas, whether it's Mike Peranio at Mandalay Bay or Jeff Stone back at BetMGM or really anybody, the Circus Sports guys, the Westgate, guys, the uh, Station Casino guys, uh, Dwayne Colucci at Rampart or, or the guys here at South Point, they're going to tell you the same thing. They're, people are going to bet the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. They're going to get bets, so you're not going to get a cookie laid out there for a price necessarily. They're going to see action. Good teams see action from the casual bettors in terms of the futures market. So everything's already baked into the cake here. The fact that, you know, they're running it back with Brady and Evans and Godwin and AB and Gronk and Fournette and then the whole defense as well. Yahoo's Charles Robinson reports that the Houston Texans have, quote, have not given up, end quote, on Deshaun Watson, quote, being their quarterback this year. Meanwhile, the Houston Chronicle's John McClain reports, or he tweets rather, that Watson will never play another down for the Texans. McClain says Watson returned to practice on Monday after spending a week away getting ankle and calf treatment, and he mostly watched from the sidelines with a towel on his head. I've talked to John McClain before, and I know he's really wired in that Houston situation. Uh, I think the whole situation is very awkward. Watson, of course, comes out and he says he doesn't want to play for this team. He refuses to play for the Texans. Then the legal issues crop up, and now he's at practice. I don't know what to make of all this. Well, if John McClain is reporting something, I'm going to believe it because John McClain has been in that Houston market since about 1976. He's been coaching or covering the Houston football team. It was the Oilers before since Bum Phillips was on the sideline. So this is a guy that's a a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in terms of as a sports writer receiving an award from that Hall of Fame. So this guy knows of what he says, and this guy's sources are impeccable in the Houston market. So if he says Deshaun Watson is done as a member of the Houston Texans, I'm inclined to believe him. Well, and the general manager, Nick Casario, does not expect Deshaun Watson to make the trip for the team's preseason game against Green Bay on Saturday. So maybe there's uh, a little note there that he doesn't expect uh, Watson to be along for that ride. Maybe that plays into what McLean is saying, that he will not play another down for the Houston Texans. If you look at their season win total, it's just four and it's over is minus 105 the under is actually shaded a little more at minus 115 to make the playoffs at nine to one to miss the playoffs at minus 115 to win the AFC South at 25 to one our own Ben Fox just tweeted earlier this morning at BetMGM at minus 1600 for the Houston Texans to not make the playoffs BetMGM is receiving 77% of the action on that side, that they will not make it. I I mean, normally that would be a contrarian play, and you say, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. But I don't know if I want to go down that road. Yeah, even with the uh, Colts seemingly dropping a little bit down the pecking order here in Tennessee, not exactly a world beater, a good team, but that division looks more wide open than it certainly did maybe about a month ago before that Carson Wentz injury and the Quentin Nelson injury also for Indianapolis. 
Indianapolis, but even this dog isn't going to hunt. Even even I wouldn't want a piece of the Houston Texans. Look, new head coach and David Gulley, obviously your face of the franchise, J.J. Watt, is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. We know DeAndre Hopkins was traded last year to the Arizona Cardinals as well. So, you look, you got a lot of new faces here. Who's going to be the quarterback if it's not Watson? Tyrod Taylor looks like he would be get the first crack at it. You also have draft Jeff Driscoll on the roster. You also drafted Davis Mills out of Stanford. So, you know, is this where it's like, okay, we know we're going to be bad. Maybe we just go with the rookie here and let him sink or swim and see what we have. But this is a Texans team that if you just look, and I'm just looking at their roster right now, they're a lot devoid of talent. They mm-hmm. have maybe a couple good players of what you would say are like Pro Bowl caliber players on this roster, but it is not a very deep roster. A lot of new receivers, obviously probably going to be a new starting quarterback, more than likely going to be a new starting running back, and a lot of pieces shifting around on the defense, also on the offensive line. This is not going to be a very good team. They're going to be a popular team in the prop market to say they're going to have the worst record. I'm not willing to necessarily say that. I would want maybe to go elsewhere for that to see who's going to be because Houston almost looks too obvious. I think they were 20 to 1 uh, to go 0 and 17 on the season. Uh, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, Wes, in your neck of the woods in Indianapolis, there's a rookie quarterback uh, taking some snaps with the first team for the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, Carson Wentz goes down with the foot injury expected to be out five to 12 weeks Jacob Eason moved in in training camp and was taking some snaps now the rookie out of Texas Sam Ellinger apparently taking some snaps with the number one squad yeah this was reported by the various gaggle of Colts reporters here at Westfield Indiana the Colts training camp site and actually uh, I was just sent by our producer Stephanie Kamershack here who's going to take the first snap of the season for the Indianapolis Colts and these prices by the way are via DraftKings. Jacob Eason right now the favorite at minus 140 and it looks like he was going to be the guy but look they're giving Sam Ellinger a crack right now he is two to one Brett Hundley who they did sign from the Arizona Cardinals just I think is another body to give that room some depth now with Carson Wentz being out at least five to 12 weeks he is five to one Nick Foles is five to one we've talked about the fact that Nick Foles and Frank Wright go way back Uh, they won a Super Bowl together in Philadelphia so is Carson Wentz going to be replaced at least temporarily by Nick Foles in two different cities and how how is he going to react to that so he is five to one uh old man Rivers Philip Rivers at plus 750 coaching some high school football right now but we'll see if uh, a return kind of tickles his fancy Carson Wentz also plus 750 Marcus Mariota of course is a member of the Las Vegas Raiders at plus 850 and then kind of going on and on and on down with like Jimmy G at 16 to one I don't think there's going to be a trade to be made so You look, I mean, they're going to evaluate this preseason. I still think that this price indicates this is very much an open job. So you are going to see these players, I think, get a fair amount of reps. I would expect Jacob Eason is going to get the primary reps, uh, at least the starting reps next Sunday. They have the Carolina Panthers, by the way, and the Colts are like a a one-and-a-half, two-point favorite, depending on where you look, two at BetMGM, total 34, 34 34-and-a-half. So I would think Eason is maybe going to start the first quarter 
order. But I think in terms of equal reps, you're going to see Ellinger, and they're going to have to give him some first-string reps too. Not necessarily, okay, first-string out, so we have Sam Ellinger with the second-team offensive line in front of him. Well, then you don't really get a fair evaluation in a game situation. So you look at this rotation, and keep in mind these rotations being put out there, not necessarily playing order. That'll vary game to game. But you would say Eason, Ellinger, Jalen Morton also on the roster, and Brett Hundley. But look, you know, they're giving him some reps and seeing what he has. So this is not guaranteed to be Jacob Eason's job. And why wouldn't you open up the competition? You know, obviously your number one guy is on the shelf, so you're going to give everybody else a shot. I think that's just uh, common sense by Frank Reich there, letting Ellinger take some snaps and uh, probably we'll see some action in the preseason as well. Probably as uh, as well as Brett Hundley will too. So uh, a question mark there, who is going to start at quarterback for the Colts currently at DraftKings? It is Jacob Eason as the favorite at minus 140. The New Jersey advanced media Zach Rosenblatt reports that the New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley is expected to start practicing this week coming off of that ACL injury last season. And Wes, I think you both and I feel that the Giants are going to be improved this year and have a shot to win the division. Yeah, we talked about the Giants last week. I think it was the day after they had that uh, little kerfuffle or fracas, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) a training camp. And that's typical in training camp. Guys, got some energy to get out and sometimes guys get after it you got young guys trying to prove themselves against the veterans and make teams so I don't think that that's ever a bad sign in fact I think it's a good sign Mm -hmm. that there might be some scuffles at training camp but Daniel Jones was right at the bottom of the pile for that so you know you usually don't want your quarterback I don't think Joe Judge wants his quarterback in that situation but there's part of him probably in the back of his mind that's like you know what good for him get the respect of your teammates you are the leader of this team and the fact that you're the quarterback and you're in the red jersey and you're not you know running 30 yards behind it and just staying away the fact that you're getting in it I think says something for your team and I think when you look at the Giants if Saquon is getting back that makes their that makes their offense even more dynamic and I think you're going to see adjustments in terms of not only the season wins but the division and whatnot make or miss the playoffs because they did add some help for Daniel Jones on offense they added Kenny Galladay at receiver they added Dante Pettis Darius Slayton is back Sterling Shepard is back also Kadarius Tony the Florida Gator in the first round John Ross the third who's kind of a small speedster they can use in the slot who's a free agent from Cincinnati you have Evan Ingram back at tight end so you've got some weapons on this offense because this defense was about middle of the pack. Mm -hmm. This defense wasn't bad last year. So the New York Giants are kind of the team. Everybody's kind of gravitating toward Washington to say, okay, they're the team that's going to knock off the favored Dallas Cowboys. But I think the New York Giants are the team to watch in this division. The Giants definitely do have a shot. And and if they can't play 500 football, I think with the additions they've made to that roster, then that's a problem. And, And maybe the problem is Daniel Jones. I think we'll find out how good he is this season if you look at some of the numbers the season win total is seven and over that is pretty heavily shaded at minus 135 to make the playoffs is plus 240 not a bad price there I kind of like Barkley to win comeback player of the year exactly. at better than five to one yes I, I do too because I still think that he's the best running back in the National Football League not only from a ball carrier standpoint but also in the passing game him and Christian McCaffrey are kind of neck and neck in terms of the numbers so good spot by you on that comeback player of the year we will see we'll talk some major league baseball in the next segment cover a few games throughout the program here some of the marquee games on your major league baseball schedule for your Tuesday it's the Lombardi line Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon with you on v the sports betting network 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. With your state-issued ID to open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Major League Baseball for your Tuesday. We will start with a marquee matchup in Philadelphia. The Dodgers at the Phillies and a Cy Young candidate type matchup here with Max Scherzer going against Aaron Nola. 4.05 Pacific, 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. The Philadelphia Phillies are on top in the National League East. They lead the Atlanta Braves by two games. They lead the New York Mets by two and a half games. They've won eight in a row. They're going to try and make it nine as an underdog tonight, Wes. The Dodgers and Scherzer at minus 165, the favorite on the road here at BetMGM with a total of eight and a half. Yeah, Mad Max and Joe Girardi going to hook up again. Of course, uh, earlier this year, they had a little incident, a little trash talk between the two because Joe Girardi wanted Max Scherzer check for the sticky stuff. And uh, Mad Max was Mad Max. He was absolutely mad. And by the way, I brought that up over the break and uh, we were having a discussion with the crew here, Mad Max. And I said, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And they said the best thing about that movie, of course, Tina Turner, <laughs> which I would absolutely agree. But Mad Max going back to Philadelphia facing Aaron Nola. Now, when you look at Scherzer still putting up really good numbers in terms of about 12 strikes strikeouts per nine innings. The XFIP is a little bit higher, about 343 compared to 275. So maybe he's on. He's a little bit lucky to keep his ERA under three. Uh, and, and his FIP, his total fielding independent pitching is about a run higher than his ERA. So he's allowing the most homers per nine innings for his career, a little less than 1.5 per nine innings. The barrel rate at 11.1%. Those are the highest numbers of his career. Now he gets a Philadelphia team that has been murdering the ball lately averaging 5.7 runs a game over the last 10 outings but they've been kind of average against right-handed pitching so obviously the Phillies know what they're going to see from him because he was a member of the Washington Nationals Mm -hmm. right there in that division so you know there's familiarity really across the board Uh, Aaron Nola meanwhile a little bit of inconsistency. I think his numbers maybe are better than what your ERA would indicate. The fielding independence, 355. That's about a full run lower than his ERA. So maybe some positive regression is coming. However, positive regression may not come or may have to wait another night because you're facing the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are one of the best teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. I believe 336 weighted on base average. That's number three in all of Major League Baseball. So... I think the price is probably a little bit high here, minus 160. I don't know if I necessarily want to take Philadelphia, but I think that this is a little bit of a high tax here that you were paying. And against the Philadelphia team, quite frankly, it's red hot. That's taken over the lead in the NL East. They're 8-2 and two in their last uh, 10 games. Dodgers are starting to play, you know, okay baseball. They're still one of the better teams on the road, 31-25. and 25. So, this looks like I'm going to be priced out of this game. I did not take a stance on the side, but I did play under eight and a half runs. Hopefully we have a good pitcher's duel here between Scherzer and Nola. The Oakland A's are in Cleveland to 
take on the Indians, 4-10 Pacific, 7-10 p.m. Eastern. The A's have won four in a row, and they've closed the gap in the American League West, trailing the Houston Astros by just two games now. They've also won eight out of their last ten. This will be Sean Manea taking on Tristan McKenzie, and McKenzie just 1-5 and five on the year, but the money has come in a little bit towards the Indians, and some of my money as well. I sprinkled them as a leg on a uh, funny money two, uh, three-team parlay. Yeah, I think maybe some regression, or positive regression, rather, for Tristan McKenzie. He is at six on the ERA, just a little over six, but the XPIP is a little bit better about maybe a run and a quarter difference here, give or take a few tens for McKenzie. And it is seeing the money. I certainly agree with it. It is maybe some something you can go half and half, half run line, that plus one and a half, and then also half money line on the plus side. Uh, you know, Indians, I think, are obviously out of it in the in the AL Central, but they're still competitive, relatively speaking. And Oakland now starting this road trip, a little bit of a tough spot. I don't disagree with the move. I may take some piece of Cleveland myself. Yeah, I took uh, Cleveland again, just uh, um, a lunch money parlay here. But uh, the Cleveland Indians, the Minnesota Twins as a dog against the Chicago White Sox. And then I went with one favorite on the final leg of the parlay, the Houston Astros at home taking on the Colorado Rockies. We'll get into some more baseball previews later in the program. Next up, it's the race for the Heisman Trophy as we look further into our college football betting guide right here on the Lombardi Line. Football betting guide is here. Start your football season out on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, which includes the college pro football or college and pro football betting guides, along with everything that we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and that's what we're talking about this college football betting guide here Wes you were a big part of it Bruce Marshall Paul Stone a number of contributors and a couple of those contributors were our friends Adam Kramer and Aaron Moore who specifically dove into the Heisman Trophy market and the odds for a number of players to win college football's biggest trophy and that is Spencer Rattler as the favorite the quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners at 8-1 to one. DJ Weongalele of Clemson the second choice at 11 to 1, JT Daniels out of Georgia at 11 to 1, and Kramer and Moore did a great job writing this up. And and I thought one of the interesting points that Aaron Moore made, and and Aaron is a great read as far as the futures markets. He's involved in our college basketball season. You know when Point Spread Weekly comes out during that time of the year, and he's always looking at the futures to uh, cut down the nets for March Madness. And did a great job with this one as well. But he talks about Emory Jones for Florida replacing Kyle Trask, and Florida has that big game with Alabama. I think it's September 18th, September 17th or 18th, early in the season in the swamp, hosting the Alabama Crimson Tide. 
And he said, depending on that game, that's when you want to decide if Emory Jones is worth a play to win the Heisman. If he right. shows out really well, even if they don't win the game, but if they push the Crimson Tide and he really does well in that game, right now he's at 40-1. to 1, But I thought that was a good way to approach that particular player. No, I would agree on that. And look, uh, he is athletically, I think, clearly better than Kyle Trask. Yeah. He's going to be more of a dual threat guy. Kyle Trask, more of a more of a pocket passer, really. Uh, so, you know, Emory Jones, I think Dan Mullen is going to want to get him in space, let him make some plays on the runs. But that would be somebody I would be waiting on maybe a little bit. Look, if you don't get the top number, but if you still get 20 to 1 and he wins, it's like, would I rather have a 20 to 1 winner with the worst number or, or not a ticket at all? So, yeah, I think that that's probably the right approach in terms of waiting. Going back to the top of the market, I think you have the right favorite here in Spencer Rattler at eight to one I think he is going to emerge he kind of got some of the blame for maybe some of the disappointment with Oklahoma last year and I think he opened it like three to one in January so obviously he drifted up with knowing who's coming back and who was leaving and whatnot so look Lincoln Riley's had two Heisman winners in the last four years so there's a good reason why he's the favorite Rattler was just a freshman last year wasn't he yeah yeah I think he was young and that uh you know accounted for a lot of the mistakes he made yeah because keep in mind the the play was going to decline anyway because Oklahoma had been living on really transfers. Baker Mayfield, mm -hmm. Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. This is a kid you recruited into the program out of high school. And, you know, and now I think you're going to see that materialize. I think he is the rightful favorite. Looking on that left side, I kind of like Sam Howell a little bit at 16 to 1. He threw for over 3,500 yards last season. He's actually currently favored at DraftKings to be first overall in the 2022 NFL draft. There's an so, indicator for you, right? Yeah, so Sam Howe, and look, they don't get Clemson perhaps until the ACC championship game because we know with Heisman's there's a couple biases entrenched into the voting. Number one, it's got to be on a good team. You're not going to get a Heisman winner from an 8-4 and four team. And that's the thing about like when I look at Matt Corral, I'm like he's going to put up absolutely stupid numbers for Ole Miss, and they put up like 39 points a game. I think they were 14th in scoring, and they returned a lot so he's going to put up great numbers but is Ole Miss going to be like a 10-win team or are they going to be eight and four nine and three certainly good but when you have teams that are in the playoff at 12 and 0 oftentimes the best player gets rewarded on that team and you kind of saw that last year with Devontae Smith and I do want to mention you know we did have a long shot last year with Devontae Smith becoming the first wide receiver to win the Heisman I think since Desmond Howard at Michigan well, in 1991. Joe Burrow at a time was a long shot too. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seen guys emerge. So you don't necessarily don't don't be afraid to take shots down the board. So look, if you think it's going to be a non quarterback, which most years it's not most years, it's going to be a quarterback. Probably if you're looking at a receiver, if you think receivers are going to go back to back, even though Desmond Howard is the last one in 91 before Smith last year, Chris Olav or Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State mm -hmm. could make some sense mm -hmm. at around 80 to one, I think, uh, to to emerge from that. So you know, worth maybe at least some small money, if you pizza money or whatever you want to call it in terms of doing that. But the two guys of the shortest prices I'll cycle back to are Rattler and Sam Howell for me.
Very good. I do have a ticket on Matt Corral of Old Miss at 20 to 1, and uh, it's worth getting that college football betting guide just to read what Adam Kramer has to say on this topic. Adam Kramer correctly tipped Devonta Smith last year when Jalen Waddell went down with injury, and I asked Kramer after uh, Smith won the award, I said, well, who's going to win it next year? And he gave me Corral. So take a look at what Kramer has to say uh, for this year, and I don't know if Corral made his article uh, as, as promised as he was last year. Uh, Adam may have changed his mind a little bit, but worth taking a look at who he likes this year to win the Heisman Trophy. I know you like the Georgia Bulldogs, and you talk about a team. You kind of have to have a good team before that player is going to emerge and win the Heisman Trophy. Not an average team necessarily going to produce a Heisman Trophy winner. But what about JT Daniels at 11-1? to 1? If you think George is going to be that good, he could be the guy. Yeah, certainly. I mean, all of these guys you could make a case for. Georgia, I think, you know, it's a little bit more running game maybe this year with Georgia, I think, because they're always very good at running the ball. But certainly Daniels makes some sense. He's got a little bit to prove, though, to see if Georgia's going to take that step up finally this year. But to your point about quarterbacks on these playoff contender teams, maybe one a little bit down the board. I know he's not as athletic as Lamar Jackson. He's getting compared to him a little bit. But Desmond Ritter, perhaps, at Cincinnati at 40-1. to 1. Now, this is something, too, you got to speculate a little bit because Cincinnati's schedule is beefed up this year. Because mm-hmm. remember, they were saying, hey, we should get playoff consideration. We went undefeated. But they really played an all-inclusive non-conference schedule and didn't play any good teams in the non-conference. Well, this year, they're going to Indiana. Well, this year, they're going to Notre Dame. Those are one top 10 team and one top 20 team, I think, in preseason for the polls coming out today. So if you win those games... All of a sudden, Cincinnati's got a chance to run that table and maybe be a group of five team that goes ahead and gets in that playoff. So Desmond Ritter might be a guy I would look at. If you're expecting a big year out of the USC Trojans, maybe Keaton Slovis is worth a shot at 28-1. to Our own Kenny White thinks that Keaton Slovis is the best uh, quarterback in the Pac-12. So again, if USC, if you expect that they're going to win that conference or really have a great year, uh, certainly Keaton Slovis is going to have something to do with it. He's at 28 to one currently at BetMGM to win the Heisman Trophy. When we come back, we'll talk with Will Hill. He checks in as he usually does here on the Lombardi line. We'll get his plays for the day when we come back right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even to be my That's my game, game. <laughs> 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. summer heats up, so does the sports betting action at BetMGM. Sign up now using the bonus code VEASAN1000 and your first rager is risk-free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the exciting showdowns in Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, and more sports from around the globe. And when you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From breathtaking goals to colossal home runs, the king of sportsbooks takes every Every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter the bonus code VEASAN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. 
Will Hill now joins the program. He's a regular contributor here on the network, and you can find his work in our online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly. You can also follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. And, Will, before we get into your plays today, congratulations are in order, and I'm a little bit reluctant. Wes and I uh, still stinging from having Cameron Smith and Harris English at the WGC, but uh, hats off to you, my friend. You cashed a ticket with Abraham Answer on his first-ever tour victory. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Once I found out you had English, it took a little of the luster off it because I felt bad. I mean, you guys have helped me win a lot of the, a lot of money over the years. So, man, I know what that's like to have a bad beat like that. And that's, uh, like you said, that's an all-timer with English. And, man, what a wild ride. I had answer. I had Burns. And I, I, I tailed you. I, I knew you liked Palmer. I had him, too. And I think Berger and, and Spieth. So I had a few guys. And, man, I thought Burns was out of it, and I really thought my answer was out of it. I think they bogeyed around the same time where they were both four or five shots back, and uh, just a wild finish. Got to a three-team playoff, and I was able to put a little live on Matsuyama and you know just enjoy my dinner and know I was going to have a profit, not have to sweat it out too much. I think Burns was the preferable winner for me, but uh, just a great turn, uh, a great tournament, a great win, and uh, my condolences. My condolences, Brady. That was a tough one. <laughs> it really was a great tournament. I enjoy all the WGCs, and that one uh, certainly didn't disappoint, unless you had Harris English or Cam Smith. But uh, let's get to your plays for today. And uh, you're taking a look at the Kansas City Royals and the New York Yankees. Wes and I were laughing here before the show started. We were both on the over in that game on Monday night, and uh, I went to bed before it was finished. I saw that they were going to extra innings i woke up this morning a winner which way are you going on this one will well first of all you should have stayed up you missed one of the stranger games you will ever see i mean to go through it all i mean we could spend the whole segment the whole show on it it's no it's no score in the seventh inning and i had royals plus one and a half last night which was a bad beat but no score in the seventh inning yankees score a run royal score a run and they each mirrored each other for the next four or five innings they score you know yankees would score royals would score one one two two and it just just a wild finish. I think 8-6 was the final. I had Royals plus one and a half, which was a terrible beat because they were an out away, a strike away multiple times from losing by a run. But uh, I'm going back to the well with Royals plus one and a half. I just think the Yankees right now, it's really a compromised team. They were starting to hit their stride post-trade deadline. They had Gallo. They had Rizzo. Finally starting to look like the Yankees we expected them to be in spring training. But look, Sanchez is out. Or Rizzo's out. Torres is out. Or Shelly, you just go down the line. Chapman and uh, – to me, this is they're overpriced a little here. I know Cortez has pitched well, but I think if you get the Royals plus one and a half around minus a dollar ten, I think that's the way to go. I just I just think this Yankee team is a little overpriced in their current form. The market certainly agrees with Will. Kansas City's got a little trickle of money going on. And look, now now is the time kind of for the Yankees to get hot with the Red Sox coming back to earth a little bit, but Yankees not able to capitalize with all these bats out of the lineup. But uh Will will stick in the AL Central and also against the AL East here in that. That's Detroit against Baltimore. Casey Mize on the road against Keegan Aiken, who's kind of been a part-time starter, been an opener, been out of the bullpen or whatnot. Hasn't really gone well for Mr. Aiken so far this season. Casey Mize, a small favorite right now, anywhere from like $1.15 to as high as $1.25 here at BetMGM. Yeah, I like Mize. I like the Tigers. I really like them the second half of the year. They've been an under-the-radar, a sneaky team, a profitable team. I think they're building something here. Uh, you know, as much as we don't like Hinch, I think he does a good job. And you know, they've kind of overachieved. When you look at the talent they have versus a, a team like the Royals and the talent they have, to have comparable records, and I think the Tigers might be a game or two ahead of them, uh, is it, really an impressive job. I think they're going to be competitive next year and maybe a couple of years they can make the leap to being, you know, a playoff team. And 
I just like Mize. I think he, you know, he's going to make multiple all-star teams, number one pick in the draft. He's got really good stuff. He's, he's kind of come into his own after a bad April. He's been a really good pitcher in this Baltimore team. Now, they do have some pieces on offense. I think Mullins is a really underrated player. They can hit a little bit, but, man, they're just not a lot of pitching. I think they led in all three games against Tampa. and They were up 5-3 in the the seventh or eighth against Baltimore on, um, I'm sorry, against Tampa on Sunday. And they had an inning where five walks, a single, then a grand slam. And, man, they just can't get the last nine, ten outs of a game. The bullpen's really bad. The pitching's really bad. So I think there's value here on the Tigers, and they've been a pretty profitable team here since the, since the All-Star break. Will, you are going to Houston, Texas, where the Astros will be hosting the Colorado Rockies. It'll be John Gray battling Jake Odorizzi, and I'm with you. I'm on the Astros as well, but I thought it was funny. Uh, Gil Alexander was leaving his show in the studio this morning and was telling us about our friend Mark Borchard, uh, part of the base winner team, said uh, about Jake Odorizzi, it's more odor than it is easy. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty good as well. But I'm going to back he and the Houston Astros this evening as well. You're going that direction too, I take it. Yeah, I'm curious what price you got because I laid a dollar seventy last night. I just checked the lines again before I came on here. I see it's up to two dollars somewhere. Um, I'm still okay laying the two dollars. Maybe you maybe you want to split your bet, lay two dollars and lay one and a half, or if you have some of the options where you can lay one. I just think this is a good matchup. It's time to get going for Houston. You know, they haven't played well. Everyone kind of pencils them into the West. Everyone kind of assumes them and Chicago is the best teams. They're only they're only two game up in the lost column over Oakland. Now, they have an easier schedule the second half of the schedule. They have a pretty easy schedule while Oakland has a tough schedule. But, I mean, look, you still got to win the games, and I think this is a, a series where they can get going. Colorado's been a totally different team on the road uh, away from Coors. So I like this spot for Houston. I think it's time for them to get going and, and start playing a little better, and I think uh, this is a good situation for them to do it. So I'm backing them tonight. Will, now that uh, we're a couple weeks removed from the deadline is come and gone, we're getting into the home stretch, a little under 50 games left to decide who's going to get into the playoffs. Have you added any futures or like any awards lately in terms of like maybe divisions or make or miss playoffs or any MLB awards on the player side from this standpoint? Yeah, I kind of saw it coming with the Phillies a couple weeks ago with DeGrom, the news about his forearm tightness, and that was just the team. I think they have a really easy schedule second half. Uh, I like that in Gibson. They added some bullpen help with Kennedy. Nola hasn't pitched great, as good as he is. He pitches tonight. He's got great stuff. He's a Cy Young candidate most years. He hasn't pitched great, but Wheeler stepped up and pitched great. And I think they're the team that steals it. So um, you can get them at plus 200, plus 300 last week. Now they're the favorite around even money. I still think there's some value because they have, I believe it's 17 games against Arizona, Miami, and Baltimore combined. That's uh, that's a lot of wins while the Mets have to go to the Dodgers and the Giants a lot of times here in August. So I like the Phillies. I think, man, if they're able to win the division, I know Harper, the prices come way down on him, but he's been red hot quietly here in the second half. So he might have missed the best numbers in terms of him for MVP, but uh, I think anything four or five to one is, is interesting because that NL MVP is wide open, especially with Tatis's uncertainty. You know, obviously Acuna's out, Degrom, you can scratch him off. So kind of a free fall on the MVP. I think the NL MVP, uh, NFL MVP, I'm sorry, National League MVP race is one to watch here the last few weeks. Will, what are your feelings on the National League West, specifically the Dodgers and the Giants? If you look at all the teams that are currently leading their respective divisions, they're all favorites to win the division, except for San Francisco. The Dodgers are still minus 140. Uh, I believe this is at BetMGM. The Giants are even money to win the NL West. What is your opinion on who's going to take that division? I think I'm like everybody else. I think I'm like the market where I just keep waiting for the Dodgers to kind of 
you know, flex their muscles and pull ahead. I just don't know if they're going to do it. The Giants are really good. I mean, I, I know you, you're a fan of them and you watch them a lot. So, man, the pitching's good. The lineup's good. They're just a well-run team. You know, gun to my head, I'd probably still pick the Dodgers, but I don't see any value laying a dollar seventy, a dollar eighty. This Giants team has just been scrappy. I don't know how many head-to-head games they have with the Giants left. I don't think it's that many, which you know you kind of need when you're down three, four in the loss column. You kind of need to play head-to-head because it's hard to make up the ground when you're not facing each other. The Giants are going to win their game, so you know, gun to my head, I'd probably still go Dodgers, but I don't see a whole lot of value there. Will got about a minute left here. Let's see if we can go two in a row. We have the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, North Carolina at Sedgefield Country Club. Last event before you can get in that FedEx Cup 125. So pretty wide open field here. So who do you have for this week? Yeah, I took uh, Ryan Armour and then Hank Labiota, who's played great. I mean, you look at him, his last seven starts, he all make the cuts. I mean, he's finished fourth, fifth, eighth, 13, 17, 31. He's just been really good, really consistent. Uh, you get him at a long price, or you get Ryan Armour, who's uh, really off the radar there, but he putts well. You know, he, he hits fairways, which is what you need on this course. So those will, two be, uh, those will be two guys I'm looking at, and, of course, I'll be uh, interested to hear who you guys have. Well, you've got one of my guys already. I'm Ryan. I'm on Ryan Armour as well. This will be the wow. third time that I've played Ryan Armour, and I've come close a couple of times. The guy's been playing well. I believe it was the Rocket Mortgage, another Donald Ross design, where he had a top 10 finish, and uh, I'm on him as well. I agree with you, Will. I think you have to look at driving accuracy this week. I mean, basically, you look at what Webb Simpson does well and, and just pick other players like him. This guy's a master at Sedgefield. Yeah, what, is Hank, is Lebiota someone you, you looked at, or is that is that somewhere I'm in the right ballpark? What what makes you not in, in, interested in t- taking him? Well, there's no doubt he's been playing well. I was actually on him a couple weeks ago, but uh, didn't make my card this week. But, no, I'm not going to argue with you. I, abs- I mean, I, like Wes said, I think this tournament is wide open, and he's certainly yeah. one of the guys that's been in good form. How long does it take you to get over a loss like Kingers? That's a tough one, man. I've been there. Is it, are you one that are you a guy that can just brush off your shoulders the next day, or is it, does it linger? Yeah, no, I, I I brush it off pretty easily. But I tell you, you bringing it up doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be like. Cool. We gotta be like a cornerback. You get burned on one play, you just come right back and you think you're the best. You think you're Deion Sanders on the next play. It's a tough, tough business. I had Justin Thomas at that tournament last year. I thought I was gonna go back to back, man. I was feeling really good about my handicap, but boy, a tough back nine. Let's talk about Harris English, though, uh, in long shots today. The guy was absolutely classy in his post-round interview uh, in, in a really tough back nine when he shot a 40, but uh, maintained his composure and, and was really classy there on the podium with Amanda Balionis. Well, thank you, as always, for joining us here on the Lombardi Line. We'll do it again next week. See you guys. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Check out the betting guide. Thank you. All right, that is one hour in the books. We'll come back on the other side, talk some more baseball and college football with Bruce Marshall right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 